When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. For everyone who's listening on the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast uh, app or whatever you're listening to, um, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, click the link in the show notes of this episode and subscribe. I'm going to be uploading a few more videos that are not Dig Straight Down related, Hopefully, I did one just recently, and I'm pleasantly surprised to see how well it is uh, performing in relation to a lot of my other episodes. It's actually performing very well, so very, very happy to see that. Um, And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you're missing out on a different kind of dimension to these episodes. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast, but I would love to see you come over to the YouTube channel as well. I just realized I'm missing my hat, and I have to wear my hat in every episode of the show, so just a second. Where's my hat? And we're back. (laughs) All right. So in this episode of Dig Straight Down, I'm going to be discussing everything that's coming to the swamp in Minecraft 1.19, the wild update. This is something that we have been looking forward to for a very long time. I cannot remember exactly what year it was, what Minecraft Live, Minecon, Minecraft Earth event was going on, but um, the swamp was one of the biome votes. It was one of the biomes that lost a biome vote, Um, and I believe that was when we were voting for... I probably had this completely wrong, but I think is when we were voting for the taiga. Not, I, I could be completely wrong on that. It could have been when we were voting on mountains and stuff. Um, but anyway, it was one of those biomes that did not win the biome uh, vote, did not win the biome update vote. But it's really, really cool to see that they're keeping their word. They're going to go ahead and put this in the wild update. Uh, what does this mean for future Minecraft updates? Well, here's what I think. I think that we're going to see all of the losers of mob votes and biome votes eventually find their way into Minecraft. Um, with the exception of the very, very, very first uh, mob vote that they ever did, that's the mob vote where we got the Phantom, I'm pretty sure, almost 100% sure, that the devs have said, actually, those mobs that lost that mob vote are never coming to vanilla Minecraft, which is sad to me. There were some really cool mobs there. We had the the weird-looking blaze. I think it was called the Hovering Inferno. That was the one I really wanted to win. We had the underwater one that was like this big set of jaws with like a, a tongue that would, would grab you and drag you down. That functionality was replaced later by the magma uh, blocks and the bubble columns that would drag you down if you weren't careful. Um, there were a few others. I think there was the 
I can't remember the great hunger and was like this little dinosaur chest looking monster thing um, that was supposed to like you feed it enchanted items and it spits out an unenchanted item something like that that was replaced by the grindstone obviously so there were some cool ideas that later were introduced to the game in a different form and we got the phantom out of that which um, not a lot of people love the phantom I'm one of the people I don't really care I'm pretty neutral on the phantom I don't really stay up through the night in Minecraft very often, so I don't really have to deal with it. But I don't I don't have a bone to pick with the Phantom. Anyway, so with the exception of that particular vote, it looks like we're going to see the desert get updated, uh, the Badlands get updated, the Savannah get updated. It looks like we probably will see the Moobloom, uh, the Isolager, maybe even the Glare and the Copper Golem. One day in the future, these things will probably come into Minecraft if this is the precedent, if the swamp coming into the wild update sets this precedent. So that's something to look forward to, to be speculating on and to, and to um, you know, share your thoughts about that in the comments down below. So I'm super excited about this swamp update. Um, I did vote for the mountains and also voted for the tigers so this is not a biome that I've voted for but the things that are going to come in the swamp swamp update are really awesome so that being said let's dive into some of these features now the first and most obvious change that is going to come to the swamps is a new tree variant the mangrove trees now in some of the art that they showed and some of the concept builds I guess that you call it that they showed these are really, really cool looking trees. Mangrove trees have these sprawling, exposed root systems that are over, that are uh, above the surface of the ground that are almost like stilts for the tree to stand on. Um, and they look really, really cool. A lot I've heard some mixed feelings in the community about the, the specific texture for these root blocks. I personally don't have an issue with them. Um, but then again, I'm not much of a builder myself, so my taste in block textures and everything might not be the popular community-wide taste. However, the idea is really, really awesome, and I cannot wait to see how this is implemented in the game. We've obviously, in during Minecraft Live, they showed us footage, video, of these mangrove trees in the game, and... So they're, they've been working on these things for a while. They're already in a version of the game that the devs are working with. So it's really cool to see exactly where they are in the progression of developing this new feature. Um, obviously, with this new tree variant, we're going to get new wood, and that means we're going to get all sorts of new things. We're going to get new trapdoors. We're going to get new pressure plates, new buttons, new doors. Anything that's made out of wood that takes on the texture of the wood that it's made out of, we're getting a new one of those. So, that being said, um, I think in Minecraft Live, they act, somebody, I think it may have been Lady Agnes, actually made the remark that with a new tree, obviously comes a new wood type. And I was not alone when I was like, well, hang on a second. Um, what about those azalea trees? <laughs> They, they they still just oak trees with flowers on them. Those are not azalea trees. Um, those are just oak trees with flowers. Those are azalea leaves. We can't, but they don't grow from oak saplings. They grow from azalea tree saplings. But they but they have oak wood. So it's not. It's very inconsistent there. And I really 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 hope that 
with this wild update, if not beforehand, if not with the release of 1.18, which I highly doubt is going to happen uh, in 1.18, but at least with the release of 1.19, the wild update, when they're working on all this nature-y, outdoorsy, plants and animals stuff, that they take a second look at the azalea tree and give us another wood type. They're doing it with the mango tree. Let's do it with the azalea tree. It's about time. I'm actually really surprised that it's still an oak tree. It just seems like that's a big gaping hole in the Caves and Cliffs update. So, yeah, um, you can probably tell that I'm a little bothered. <laughs> um, but that being said, who cares, really? It's just a different kind of wood. And the azalea leaves and everything, honestly, that's been enough of an addition there. I think the community is pretty happy with it. But some of my favorite things that I've seen from the concept art for these mangrove trees um, is I, I, one of the one of the concept art has Steve and Alex like rowing a boat underneath this canopy of mangrove roots. Um, from the demo that we saw of the mangrove trees, it didn't look like that would necessarily be possible unless. Um, we just haven't seen the type of mangrove tree that spreads its roots that far out. Um, but that would be really cool. And if they're going for that atmosphere update, raising the, the, you know, getting an immersive atmosphere going on, that would be a really cool way to do that, to be able to, like, sail through a, a swamp biome and go underneath, you know, mangrove roots and kind of in this tangled mess of a swamp. That would be really cool, and I really hope that we start seeing those kinds of mangrove trees popping up with these big old roots that just arch over the swamp, and you're able to row your boat underneath them and weave in and out of a mangrove tree. That would be really cool. Um, also on the mangrove trees, it was really unclear to me, and I want to hear your guys' opinion on this down in the comments below. Do you think that we're going to have the swamp and then the mangrove swamp? Is the mangrove swamp going to be a separate biome? Or is the swamp becoming the mangrove swamp? And that's just what the swamp is going to be in Minecraft from now on. And goodbye to the plain old swamp that we have had for a very long time now. So what do you guys think? Um, they've thrown around this biome name, Mangrove Swamp, uh, during Minecraft Live and afterwards when they're talking about it on, on social media. Um, so I'm, I'm confused. I don't know if we're getting two swamp biomes or if we're just getting one mangrove swamp biome. I want to know down in the comments below what you guys think about this. Let me know. Do you think we're going to have two swamp biomes or one swamp biome? And that brings me to what I think is probably the community's favorite swamp feature in 1.19, the wild update, and that is the frogs mob. Frogs are coming to Minecraft. That was something that nearly got me to vote for the swamp biome in the biome update vote. So frogs are going to be really, really unique among the Minecraft mobs in that depending on where they are born and bred, they have a different texture. It's very similar actually to the way villagers are. Uh, if you have villagers who are born or spawned in a certain biome, they might take on a different texture, a different outfit that suits that biome. That's how they are implementing the frogs in this update. Um, if you have a frog that is born in a tropical hot biome, it's going to be this white looking frog, um, and I think they're going to call it the tropical frog. If you have a frog that's born in cold biomes, it's going to be a more dark-skinned frog. And then you have what I would imagine is just the normal frog in like a plains or a swamp 
uh, biome, and it's like this, you know, orangish looking frog. That looks really cool. That's probably my favorite looking frog of the three. But we're going to have those three variants of the frog that we know of so far. Um, frogs are born from tadpoles. They, they don't come into the world as full-grown frogs. They start off as tadpoles and eventually grow into frogs, which is a really, really cool thing. Um, and I believe it was mentioned in Minecraft Live that frogs would have uses for the player. They're not going to be just some sort of atmospheric mob. They're going to actually have a use. At least that's what I believe I heard the, the, the Minecraft devs say in Minecraft Live. Um, so, but as far as what that use is, no one seems to know. I think that's probably still in the works. I do have my idea as to a cool use for the frog. And it's similar to how cats and wolves actually um, repel certain mobs. So cats uh, scare away creepers. And if you have cats around your base, creepers usually won't come around. Uh, wolves, wolves will scare away skeletons and actually actively go after them and attack them and kill them. A lot of people have made wolf-powered skeleton grinders, and it's really, really cool to see that. Um, I think something similar could happen with the frog. Um, frogs are associated with things like witchcraft and magic, and so maybe frogs could scare away uh, mobs like witches and evokers. These two hostile mobs, these characters, are magic users. They're evil, and so maybe a frog scares them away. Um, but more than that, I was just thinking, maybe if you have a frog with you, um, and a witch throws a splash potion at you, or maybe someone throws a splash potion at you. Um, maybe the frogs actually eat potions. So they would just absorb all of the potion, taking none of the effects on themselves and keeping you safe from the effects of that potion. This really ties them into that whole magic-y, wizard-y potions theme and would actually give them a very, very good use. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to pick up frogs in buckets, maybe, but that might be a good way to carry them around and, you know, even carry them into battle, maybe. Um, and somebody throws a potion of slowness or harming or something, and the frog just sucks it up and eats it, and you're immune. And maybe there's a cooldown effect or something to keep it from being too overpowered, um, but that might be a cool use for the frog mob in this update. Let me know what you guys think. Do you have an interesting use for the frog? Let me know down in the comments below. Of course, alongside tadpoles, we are also getting another tiny mob in the game, and that is the fireflies. So fireflies, a lot of people thought that they were initially going to be this particle effect, maybe a particle effect that only happens in swamps or around frogs, and the frogs were shown in Minecraft Live to be interacting with them and to be eating the fireflies, which was a really amazing thing to see and is going to add a lot of atmosphere to swamp biomes. Um, but in a previous video that I did, if you're on my YouTube channel, you can look at the video previous to this one where I reacted to Ask Mojang number 20, and they kind of answered that question a little bit. Are fireflies just a texture, just a particle effect, or are they entities? And the devs seemed to hint that maybe they were something in between. Um, they were kind of vague about it, but what I got from their answer was that they're not actually just a particle effect. There is actually something there, like an entity. So that 
kind of answers the question a little bit, but we still have yet to see what exactly they're talking about. So with the addition of fireflies and tadpoles, I honestly would love to see a new item added to Minecraft called a jar. So you have this jar item that is that you can set on shelves, you can set as a block in the world. And with this jar, you can collect fireflies or you could collect tadpoles. Now a jar full of fireflies would actually be a really cool light source to have, say, in a bedroom beside a bed on like a uh, bedside table. And it would be Minecraft's um, equivalent to like a lava lamp almost because it would have this dynamic um, this dynamic uh, animation to it but it would also be a light source and tadpoles that are inside a jar would remain tadpoles now that was something that they didn't touch on and I think is going to be touched on uh, in the future what if we want tadpoles to stay tadpoles and we don't want them to grow up we just want to have tadpoles in a build um, on display this could be a way to do it. Just putting them in this display jar keeps them from growing into frogs. And once you release them into the wild or release them into your aquarium or whatever, they then grow up to be frogs. But if you want them to stay tadpoles, you've got to keep them in these jars. So that addition would actually add some really interesting decorative things to Minecraft. So you'd have an empty jar that you could uh, stock a shelf in a pantry in your uh, Minecraft house with or you could have jar of fireflies and a jar of tadpoles. Um, so that would be really, really cool, just as little details in a build. Another feature that we are going to have in the Swamp update is the chest boat. The chest boat was something that we saw uh, in the biome vote uh, where we first saw these features for the swamp. Um, the chest boat is what you think it is. It is just a boat with a chest in it. Um, and it will interact with hoppers so that if you, I might have this wrong, but say if you row over a uh, hopper, then it sucks the items out of your chest. Or if you go under a hopper, it puts items into the chest. Um, there is going to be a, a lot of really cool uses that people smart, much smarter than I am are going to come up with for some really cool uh, farm designs. I'm guessing we're probably going to see a lot of these being used in uh sea pickle farms, in kelp farms, in seaweed farms, things like that, seagrass farms rather. But one thing that I can't help think about that might be a nightmare for a lot of people, say you are, you've just finished, you know, looking for treasure and you're on your chest boat and you're sailing the seven seas in Minecraft and you're about to be home, you're about to, you're about to be at home base and then all of a sudden a drowned with a trident shows up, maybe more than one, and they start attacking you, and your boat starts shaking, and you're rowing as fast as you can to get out of there, and they break your boat. They break the boat with the chest in it. Here's my question. What about that chest full of items? Are all of those items going everywhere, including the items that were in your inventory if you get killed and you have to come back and collect them all? Or are those items gonna be frozen uh, as if it was a shulker box and they're going to be still in that chest still in that chest boat And all you have to do is pick up the chest boat and redeploy it and all your items are still there uh, That would be a nightmare to Have a whole chest full of items. Say you just have a whole chest full of sand um, in that chest boat and It's destroyed and you just have 
sand everywhere. Um, that would be kind of a nightmare to go back and collect, especially if you have to deal with the mobs that put you in that situation in the first place. Uh, so I would like to see a variation of the chest boat. I would like to see an ender chest boat um, that if it's destroyed, those items aren't going anywhere. It's an ender chest. But say the payoff is that the ender chest boat does not interact with hoppers and so you can't use it in your fancy new storage system. Um, so anyway, that's my thoughts on the chest boat. Um, it seems like a really, really cool, awesome thing to have, but it also seems like it could potentially be kind of a nightmare if it's destroyed and you have a chest full of treasure. So in addition to these things, we also get mud bricks and mud in the game. Um, mud is going to be really cool. A lot of people have pointed out that in Minecraft Earth, the mobile game that they used to have, that is no longer a thing. There was a mob called the Muddy Pig, and the Muddy Pig was this normal looking pig, except it has mud on its head and a flower, you know, as, as if it's just been rooting in the dirt and covered in mud. Um, so with the addition of mud, could we also see the addition of a muddy pig? Um, could a muddy pig just be a pig that steps in the mud, gets covered, and then maybe a minute later the mud just kind of goes away? Um, who knows? I would like to see the muddy pig being added, but I'm, I don't really care that much. It's just a different textured pig. Um, maybe it could be added instead of the moo bloom, and maybe it could interact with bees just like the moo bloom was going to. Um, but also we have mud bricks and something that they talked about in Minecraft Live was they're looking to start adding different building materials from other cultures that are not um, Western like American or European cultures. So more like Eastern African uh, kinds of building materials, which is awesome. So we're getting things like mud bricks. I would like to see things like, I don't know, um, thatched kind of materials maybe maybe some more textile looking things i'm thinking um i'm thinking about those cultures that live in more tent like structures maybe pe like the cultures who live in yurts um and they have more of those textile uh structures it would be really cool to see materials added similar to that but it's an interesting thing an interesting direction that they're going to be taking this and it will actually pull minecraft out of that medieval style that it tends towards a lot um, and that would be really really cool to see change so let me know what you guys think about that what other uh, materials from another culture that isn't Western isn't European isn't American that you would like to see uh, added in Minecraft another kind of material another kind of block whatever just let me know in the comments below now before we close out this episode guys I want to read a quick message from a listener now this email comes in from mini matrix and they write I think a new layer in the nether would be pretty cool. I think if you touch a particular piece of bedrock and you go up, it could be like the deep dark. It could also have a mob like the warden, but it is a golem depending on which biome you were in before you went up. Love your podcast from Mini Matrix. Thank you so much for the message, Mini Matrix. I honestly think that that would be a really cool thing to have. Um, the top of the nether is sort of a controversial thing in my opinion. Um, because I don't know canonically if it's supposed to exist. Um, in my mind, you know, you, you dig all the way down to bedrock in the overworld, you hit bedrock. My question is, is the bedrock that you're standing on at that point, is that the top of the nether? And if you were to, in the canon of the game, dig past the bedrock, 
would you then enter the nether? Is that how we're supposed to kind of see um, this world? Or is the nether and the overworld completely separate? I mean, they are dif different dimensions after all. So if it's the latter, if, it's, if they're supposed to be completely separate, then it would be really cool to see something different on the nether ceiling. Um, I've heard some people say, why don't we just take away the bedrock on the top of the nether in the first place and just have this completely open area of the nether that maybe is just a more challenging to get to. Um, and I think that's a fine idea. Maybe the top of the nether could be like a deep dark before the nether. Um, I don't know what it would be in the nether. Maybe it would be called the uh, the shallow light. I don't know because it's like the opposite. It's Instead of going all the way down, you're going all the way up. And it's an open space. Maybe there's more light. I don't know. Um, but there could be different kinds of mobs there. Maybe even more challenging mobs. Maybe there are actual withers up there um, that you could encounter. I don't know. But I like the idea. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. What do you think we could do with the nether ceiling? Do you think we should take it away altogether, put something really interesting up there? Or do you think it should be illegal for the player to go up there in the first place? I'm pretty sure bedrock players can't access the nether ceiling anyway, so maybe for the sake of parody, neither should Java players. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. And guys, before we close out this episode, if you're new here and you like these videos, please let me know by subscribing and liking this video and ringing that bell for future notifications or future videos. Um, we've been gaining a few more subscribers uh, in the past few episodes, and I would like to see that continue. Thank you so much. If you're already subscribed, you are honestly the best person in the world. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Guys, you can connect with me on Twitter. I'm at RebelJC underscore 92. You can also send me your questions, your comments at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm eventually going to do an episode where all I do is read your guys' emails. So if you want to get on that, send me an email digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also join the Discord. The link to that is in the description of this episode. And guys, until next time, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.